Viktor Frankl said, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's way. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson. Stay tuned for the next hour as Sue explores the human psyche, what makes us tick and how to live better, more fulfilled and more meaningful lives. Only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Jackson on High FM 11.9. Got a bit of an echo, but all This is the Finding Human program. And my guests today are Judy Erwig and Wendy Fine. They're both in Australia and we're on Skype. And we I'm actually not able to see them at the moment. I don't know why, but I'm, I haven't been able to access them, but I can hear them. So I hope you're going to enjoy our program. And our topic is music, the right thing. The right thing is the name of their latest song that they put out during coronavirus, which they will tell us about. I just want to thank Wussy and Pray for keeping us on air. And I also want to thank Sharon. Sharon, you sent a message last week, which I didn't receive until afterwards. And in it, you said, thank you for your shows, Sue. It truly is food for the soul. So thank you so much for that. Now, Wendy Fine and Judy Erwig are both songwriters. They're singers. They are incredibly creative in many other fields as well. They have international reputations. And they've recorded 17 albums between them and numerous videos. Wendy is also a gold disc recipient for her album, uh, There's an Orchestra in My Kitchen. Hello, both of you, and welcome. How are you? Hello, Sue. Hi, Hi Judy. You say hello first, Judy, and then I'm going to go to Wendy. (laughs) Okay. Hello, Sue. Hello, everybody. Really happy to be here. Oh, good. Wendy, hello. How are you? Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sue. Great to be here. Thank you for having us. Good. It's good to have you. Just wanted to say that Khalil Gibran said something so beautiful about music, and I know it will resonate with both of you. He says, music is the language of the spirit. It opens the secret of life, bringing peace, abolishing strife. And I think today, in this time of coronavirus, that that is a particularly meaningful quote. Judy, I would like to start with you. How did the two of you meet each other? Um, we uh, we often say we actually met in a previous life, <laughs> but in this life, <laughs> in this life, we met through. In fact, we we had a friend who was working at the Jewish Times in South Africa, and she came and we shared a house with her at the time. And she came home one day very excited with a big, you know, an album, an an LP called There's an Orchestra in My Kitchen. And she said, Jude, this woman came into the office today with this um, record she's just put out, and she gave me, this is the record she gave me. And at the time, I was writing a few songs. So after a little while, I, I called Wendy and I said, look, um, you don't know me, but um, I love your record. And my children are mad about the songs. And I've been writing songs, and I just want to know from you, you know, what to do with them. She said, where do you live? 
I said, in Sandringham. She said, I'll tell you there in 10 minutes. <laughs> she was. And that was over 40 years ago, 40-something years ago. And um, wow. we just, yeah, it's been a and, long time. And, and Wendy, now just going back to Wendy, when, that was a, a long time ago that the two of you met. And I know that you collaborated on songs together in South Africa before Judy left for um, Australia, and a few years later you you went to Australia as well. Tell me about the time in between. How did the two of you work together then? Well, um, after that first introduction, when I went over to Judy's house and I listened to her songs, and I thought, "Oh, she's got a beautiful voice." And I was just about to record my second album, and I invited her to come and see how it's done. And she came over, and then when she did her album, which was the, the third between us, I went and um, was uh, uh, present while she sang the songs on her third album. And then we decided we we could work together, and we started writing together. And I must say, those times that we wrote songs together were the happiest, funniest times, because we just, we had so many laughs together, it was just hilarious, but we managed through those laughs to come through with 42 songs for the first album, and uh, which was the, uh, It's a Small, Small World, and uh, from then it was then Judy did one, and then I did one, then we did another one together, and uh, we just kept on going, and it was just most, most precious, precious time. It was. That's so wonderful to hear. But, you know, you're both very precious to me as well with the songs that you've written. Um, the two of you were actually in my children's um, song books all the time. Uh, we were playing your, your songs. They love to sing them. Jude, I remember you coming round with your guitar, playing this, your songs, and my children around you singing, all of us singing together. There's something absolutely beautiful about uh, singing and being together in music, and there is that humanizing power of music. Um, you know, you you have both written incredibly meaningful songs, for you, yeah. Wendy, what is your most meaningful song that you feel that you have written? <laughs> oh, that's a difficult one. It you is. Know, there are about 350 titles that I've got to think about. Um, <laughs> I think one of the one of them is "If a Tree Could Talk," and it's, it that. sings about how precious. You know, every leaf and every branch of a tree is. If a tree could talk, it would say, please don't tear off my leaves and don't break my branches. I don't know. I'm just thinking of that one at the moment. No, um, that's, but I love that I get, one. I cuddle my mommy's lap is also very, very uh, precious to me. I don't know if I know that one. What was that on? Which album? I think that was on Hello Me, Hello Myself. I'm not really quite sure which which one it is. All right, we're just going to add break, and then we've got a short YouTube, um, one of your songs, and we'll get back to that now. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson. Only on 101.9 High FM.
this is Sue Jackson on Finding Human. My guests today are Wendy Fine and Judy Erwick, and we're about to listen to one of their songs um, called Got to Say No. Their songs all give an incredible message. Enjoy this one. Somebody teases, somebody's mean. Has it happened to you? Is it something you've seen? You know it's wrong, you can feel it, so that's when you've got to say no. No. I won't let anyone push me around. I'll say no. No. I gotta go. Go. I won't let anyone put me down. I'll say no. No. I gotta go. Go. Has there ever been a time where you're with someone doesn't feel right at all? You feel kind of shaky and a little bit quicky and you don't know who to call. Take some courage when something is wrong to speak out loud, sure and strong. That's when you gotta say what you gotta say. You know when you gotta say no. Some people are mean, some are tough. Some people can say some hurtful stuff. You don't have to take it, say that's enough. Get up and go and say no, no. And then what you do is you tell someone you'll be glad you shared. Don't keep it in, let it out when you feel unsafe or scared. This is Sue Jackson, and I'm back with Judy Erwig and Wendy Fine, and we have just heard their, their, their song, Got to Say No. Most of their songs are really socially, they give a message um, particularly socially relevant, and that one um, really does speak to me. I see a message came through on my phone from a Dunny from one of my groups saying, very catchy and very appropriate with the bullying that's going on today. Wendy, tell me about this song. What did it mean to you? Well, you know, it's such a global, awful, um, what can I say, phenomenon that's going on um, in every aspect of society, whether it's in a preschool, school, homes, businesses, you know, and, and it may start in the home, and um, it, it's got to, it has to stop, and children have to know that they can say no. So hopefully, the message will come across. And by judging by this message from Danny, it's actually a message for adults as well. Judy, Correct. 
tell me about uh, doing this this uh, song because at the time you did it together. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So I have to just go back a little bit. Um, for a long time, there was a gap between. I mean, Wendy and I have been close friends all the time, but uh, after '99, after I had a, a, a loss in the family, uh, some somehow the creation, the creative, um, you know, write, songwriting kind of just disappeared, seemed to disappear from, from my, from my list of wants, um, for many years. And I must say, Wendy kept on trying to draw me into it again. She, she said, come on, Jude, let's do this and let's do that. And I said, you know, I just don't feel like it. And uh, then <laughs> one day she said, listen, I want to write a song. Um, about bullying. This has got to stop. And um, I, we went and we had a meeting together with uh, Hilton Rosenthal, who you had on your program a few weeks ago, because he was in the, involved in this project with us. And um, on the way back from the meeting in the car, a song started brewing in my mind. And um, we got home and we wrote a few, and this was one of the few that came out of it. So that was my story about it. <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful, Judy, because it just shows you how music, because of pain, we can block our creativity. And yet when you allow the music back in, you freed a lot of your emotion, I should imagine. Did you? Well, yes, it was a slow process. So mm -hmm. letting the music in, but I must say with Wendy's persistence because she, um, you know, she's so enthusiastic and I often just hang on, you know, hang on to her enthusiasm. <clears throat> so it's been uh, a really a great um, uh, treasure for me. And wonderful that you have the two of you have that sort of friendship that you can encourage each other in pain and in happiness. Wendy, I know that you mention that you believe that music is essential in pain, physical and emotional pain. Why do you feel that? It is amazing because, I mean, I do suffer from pain and I find that when I get into the creative mode of writing, I forget my pain. So I'm imagining that people who get into a song and enjoy listening to it may also sort of just relax and, and, and kind of forget their pain. Mm -hmm. um, so I find it very healing. And so from a personal point of view, um, I, I have found it very healing. And, you know, I was actually, when I was uh, looking up different things to do for the program, the strange thing that popped up was um, happy songs for funerals. And I thought, well, how peculiar. <laughs> Who would have thought of a happy song for, for um, funerals? But they were actually, uh, I then went into them and I found myself singing along with a lot of these songs and a lot of them evoked a lot of emotion actually in me, some happy, some sad, some of loss, some of gain. And I thought to myself, it just shows you how it depends on how you look at music, what each individual is hearing. And, um, you know, that Leo Tolstoy actually said that music is the shorthand of emotion. Yeah. And 
thought to myself, as I was reading through this, the happy songs for a funeral, I thought, well, you know, that's actually such a nice thought. What do you think about that, Jude? Well, yeah, I suppose um, uh, it is a nice thought. I mean, we've, we've often heard of people who say, you, you know, who, who, who have asked their, their loved ones, when I die, I don't want tears. I want you to remember me with joy and happiness. And, and that is, um, I suppose that's a lovely thing. But, um, yeah, I, it kind of, it feels a little strange for me to, it's hard to be happy at those, at those times. It is hard to be happy. And yet, you know, I mean, this is a personal story about music. But my mom, every funeral she went to, she found that uh, uh, um, my mom was, was uh, not Jewish. And every funeral she went to, she found a, a song that she actually liked. So she kept putting these songs into um, an envelope. And she had marked it, Sue, these are to be sung at my funeral. And, I mean, I know it sounds quite strange, but when my sister-in-law and I found this envelope, we kind of went through it, and there were far too many songs to be sung <laughs> through the years she had collected them, I think about 20 years. But we chose the ones that we liked, and it, it was very meaningful for oh, us to be able well, to choose the songs that she had chosen herself. Oh, absolutely. That's lovely. And I'm also making a list. <laughs> I'll battle. It's called, it's called Jude's Faves. F-A-V-E-S. Um, I've got a, 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 a poignant little story to say, to tell as well about, um, a, a funeral song. Um, you know, I do personalized songs where I sing children's names into the song and, uh, they, they all, uh, created to make the child feel special. And I once got a call to say, um, my little, oh, so sad. Um, my little girl is being buried on Sunday and we want your song. We just want to tell you that we're going to be playing your song at the funeral to oh. say, um, I think Charlene, your magic and you're so special and that. So it was really a very moving uh, time for me to, to know that. How beautiful. Uh, because I mean, those songs, those personalized songs mean so much to the children who have them and look what they meant to that family. That's actually really beautiful. Um, tell me about this time going on to the Corona time. We're going to be playing your song a bit later, but tell me how the two of you have worked together virtually. <laughs> well, it was again one of those uh, moments when I said, Jude, come on, we need to write a song. And she said, uh, no, I don't think so really. And I said, no, 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 we do. We really do need. And uh, it was a kind of lasso, a, a virtual lasso. And uh, there we worked on either side of the, um, the what you call FaceTime, mm -hmm. and we we did literally uh, write that song on FaceTime, and it took a, couple, a day or two, and uh, we got it, um, you know, all perfected, and uh, the backing worked out, and uh, that's what happened. And then after that, um, we got the children to sing it. 
because we thought that would be the most appropriate thing. And even in the COVID time when I didn't really want to go on an aeroplane, um, I flew down to um, Queensland and we got puppets to uh, to vid- we videoed the song with puppets and it was just very very beautiful so that actually can be seen on on um what's it youtube on youtube it can be seen i've seen it on youtube with those larrikin puppets yes yes they're amazing they're wonderful they do wonderful work with kids all over uh well all over queensland and i think even further afield lovely people very talented people yes so how have your songs, these two in particular, got to say no and, and that, how, how have they actually generated, uh, what have they generated, do you feel? Um, well, got to say no has been added um, by some schools uh, to their anti-bullying program. And um, a couple of schools have made their own videos and that those are also in fact one I think is on YouTube as well um, so uh, I think that you know it's hard to know exactly how the uh, the ramifications how the ripples spread because um, we've got now we've got I think it's um, over 10,000 views which means people are watching it anyway absolutely um, yeah and uh, every now and again we get a, a message from a school or from a parent or or a neighbor to say that their their children have been listening and you know that it means something to them and that that's the greatest reward for us to know that it has it, the our songs are making an impact whether they entertain or educate or spread some uh, some um uh, good like our environmental songs that uh, in fact has the endorsement of, of the Worldwide Fund for Nature and has been used also in a lot of schools. So, Tell me a bit about those songs. Uh, you know, on the land, the sea, you and me, Wendy was talking about one of hers called uh, If a Tree Could Talk. Um, so we've got, um, you know, about recycling, about saving saving electricity, um, so it's all on our album, the land, the sea, and you and me, environmentally friendly songs. Um, I I think um, if your listeners are interested, they might it might still be available at educational toy shop in Bell in Bell. Where is it um, in Johannesburg? Highlands North. Highlands North. Or um, Wendy Fine um, website. Wendy, you'll you'll give the. Okay, yes. we'll give that towards the end. We'll give that. Yeah. Now, just going back to coronavirus, Wendy. Um, I know for me, I've been absolutely amazed how music has united. It has uplifted people, and and that hasn't been. Uh, a one-on-one. It's been people on rooftops singing, people on balconies thanking um, healthcare workers. What have what have those uh, um, those times? What has that meant to you? It's almost virtual uh, choirs, virtual orchestras. Period. Yeah, it's it's a, it's 
so beautiful. Uh, you know, seeing these, um, if you, if you go on Facebook, you would see them, people getting together separately and, and making these, um, um, recordings in, from different places. It's quite amazing. Even with, uh, uh, musical instruments or, as you say, on balconies and, um, you, 30 or 40 people all getting together, singing beautifully, harmonizing beautifully. It's just incredible. I mean, that could never have been done before this, really. Absolutely. I actually love... Sorry, Wayne, go on. Thank God for technology, too, because that's, that's, you know... Absolutely. I mean, let's face it, technology has allowed that. Mm. And then I also think of one of Judy's favorite things, and one of mine too, perhaps yours also, Wendy, is Jerusalem. The fact that they, they <laughs> yes. came out also, and people dancing with masks on, I mean, uh, right. uh, that, that also. Judy, tell me a bit about what that means to you. Oh my goodness, that Jerusalem, I want to tell you, I, I, I'm still hooked. I, I, you know, it comes on one of my play, playlists on Spotify every now and again. No matter what I'm doing, no matter where I am, as soon as it comes on, I dance. And I go all the way around, all the way around the kitchen table dancing. I mean, it's, 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 it's such a fantastic thing. And to see how many people, those groups of people within, in, in, in hospitals, um, in police stations, uh, yeah. even the nuns, uh, yeah, the nuns in, what was that last <laughs> scene in, in Italy with the nuns and the monks dancing Jerusalem. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's just, it's just wonderful how, Music and dance and, and doing it together in a group, you know, that unifying feeling of, of doing the same steps or do, or singing the same songs, uh, sing, singing the same tune and the same words with a group of people. It's, and uh, other it's a very, very unifying thing. What did you say, Wendy? In, in other countries too. I mean, you know, the technology again has been able to, to introduce it to so many other countries who've caught on and are doing their own little versions of it. And it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Absolutely. And even in the middle of the bush in South Africa, you suddenly see a, a little YouTube popping up of these little children dancing. You know, I mean, I can't stand being in my kitchen or cooking as my friends will all attest to, but I must admit if I have Jerusalem playing, I'm actually <laughs> even prepared to be in my kitchen for a while. We haven't to go to ad break. We'll get back to you in a minute. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. I'm back with uh, Judy Erwig and Wendy Fine on the on, on the Finding Human program. I'm Sue Jackson. If you'd like to SMS us, you can on three four five one nine, or you can telegram us on zero six one eight nine five one zero one nine. 
We've got a YouTube clip coming on now, and it's on their song, The Right Thing. This was done in coronavirus, and as I said, done uh, virtually, so please enjoy it. Only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson. I'm back on Finding Human. And I am with Judy Erwick and Wendy Fine. And we've just been listening to this, their song, uh, The Right Thing. And a message has just come through to my phone from Andy, who says it's very catchy, not the virus. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Andy. Um, Judy and Wendy, what was it like listening to it again on air? Wendy, you can answer oh, this one. Well, it was, it's, it's fabulous. I mean, I love, you know, moving to it and listening to it and thinking that it is really going to do some good to, uh, encourage children and um you know help them through this period or encourage families too but um, so no, they want to, if, if people want to actually download it for their children for with the larrikin puppets do they yes. just look it up on on uh, youtube yes uh, the right thing and it's very visible because um it comes up with the puppets the, the couple okay the, the puppets, right. so you can't miss it really Judy, I want to go back to you. You told me about the the Trash Paraguay um, choir. 
Why don't you just tell me a bit about that? Because it's quite amazing how music can be made everywhere. If you've got a will, you've got a way. Yes, I I think did I send you the um the 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 link to it a few weeks ago. We saw this wonderful documentary about the Paraguay trash um um mountains. They really are mountains. And people earn their meager living by going through I mean thousands, hundreds of people, I don't know about thousands. And they pick out things and make things and, and they've, they've started, somebody started this little, um, uh, band, a little orchestra using bits of trash to make these wonderful instruments for the kids because they're terribly poor, of course. And they, they, they make music. And it's, it's, it's just extraordinary from trash. Um, music from trash. I mean, it's uh, it's very very moving, and it, it just makes you realize how powerful the the um, uh, the need for music is, and how healing it is to be able to use this uh, the, these bits of, of of tin and string and, and whatever they find. Um, so it takes, you know. The, the creation not only of the instruments but the, the time and the, the generosity of people to give these children the lessons and the wherewithal to make music together it's it's a wonderful thing mm. I, I watched when you sent it to me and it said 2,500 families actually live on these trash dumps and it's quite amazing. And, and one of the things that it said was the world sends us garbage and we send back music. Right, right. I'd forgotten it that. Was beautiful, really beautiful. Yeah. Now, then one of the other things that we did speak about a while ago, actually, I think, Wendy, when you were on my program before, was um, songs of protest and defiance. And when uh, Judy, I know that that's one of your favorite, um, your your favorite messages also are songs of pro- protest and defiance. Yes. Would you like to answer that, or would you, yes, Wendy? Um, Wendy, your favorite, yes, Judy. Judy. Oh, okay. No, I, I mean we we know that the power of music, um, and that music can you know is so. Are powerful to it stirs rage and and pain and also is very healing as we've discussed healing and 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 comforting um, but it's used um, to uh, to incite acts of violence which we all know about but we don't particularly want to talk about that now but it also incites acts of protest and you know a lot of it comes to mind like um the that that wonderful amandla the south african amandla movie and the album uh it was described as a revolutionary a revolution in four part harmony so it was you know the the music was in uh, all about the struggle against apartheid so a very very powerful um um movie and powerful songs in there and and i just i can't go past the asimbonanga the wonderful Johnny Clegg and his song, The Crossing, Asimbonanga. And I, 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 we've all seen that, that, um, scene of Johnny 
singing, I think it was in, in France, and he was performing in France. And um, Mandela comes very quietly from the back. And Johnny wasn't aware of it. And then he joins in. I'm sure a lot of your, your listeners will, will remember that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, how can you ever forget it? And I remember right at the end when Johnny puts his arm around um, Nelson Mandela and he says, do you want to say anything? And And Mandela says, well, in his wonderful voice, which I'm not going to try to 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 use, he says, "Well, uh, music is what makes me at peace with myself, and makes me at peace with the world." And I mean, that just says it all. Yes, absolutely. We're just going to ad break. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson, and I'm back with Wendy Fine and Judy Erwick. And I know that our time is going very quickly. But, Wendy, I want to go to you for a moment, because you spoke about the negative space in music. Will you just explain that? Well... In art, I, I do a lot of uh, painting and <clears throat> artwork. There's there's the positive that you're painting, and then there's the negative space. And you've always got the positive and you've got the negative. Um, and I suddenly thought, well, you know, that it's the same in music, actually, because you've got the the positive, the, you know, the song, but you also need the spaces. You need, first of all, you need silence as well. Certain things need silence, like yoga and tai chi and those um, 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 modes of exercise um, where you you know you you go you find your inner music and you just and your peace and also in those times of silence then you can hear the music of of nature of of birds and 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 bees and uh, streams flowing and crickets and that sort of thing so there's always got to be the positive and the negative, not in in a in a bad way, not in a derogatory way, but in a in a good way. Because there's there's got to be uh, the negative so that you can really really enjoy the positive, and there's also the negative space between the actual notes because that's actually what makes the composition is the the spaces between each note because some are longer and some are shorter and some are quicker. Um, and and that's what makes the music. I mean, it's you know it's pretty obvious in a way. That's beautiful. And actually, Craig is saying wrap up, but I would like to actually say on that note, Wendy and Judy, that uh, Victor Frankl talks about the space, uh, the the. the What's in between the response and the the space, the space between what is mm. happening? So that's the mm. negative and and the positive. And you, what is what do we do within that time? And I think for coronavirus, it's particularly relevant right now that between stimulus and response, we definitely do have a space. And in that space is where we can choose what we want to be. And Irma Bombeck said. Um, when I stand before God at the end of my life, 
I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and that I could say I used everything you yeah. gave me. Correct. Yes. So, Judy and Wendy, go on using your wonderful talents. I really admire both of you and what you both are doing to the world, for the world today, for coronavirus, what you are still going on handing out to people to uplift us all. Judy, would you like to end by saying anything? Well, talking about uplift and doing good for the world, what about you, Sue? Thank you very much for, for your programs, for your friendship. Um, you're wonderful. And I, can I just say quickly, uh, uh, Lord Jonathan Sachs, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs says, when language aspires to the transcendent and the soul longs to break free of the gravitational pull of the earth, it modulates into song. So I thought that was a good way of ending. How oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Wendy, what would you like to end with saying? I think, I think Judy has summed it up and said it all. And I'd like to say thank you for having us both here today. Uh, it's been a, a real treat. And um, wish you well and hope to see you again soon. Absolutely. And I just want to tell everyone that if you want to go on to um, Google and look up songs that for coronavirus pandemic, 40 songs I've picked up were beautiful. And I think we're going to be listening to one now that I sent to Craig. Thank you so much to both of you. I will speak to you later. Thank you, Craig. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. I just want to see my friends. I want to walk the street again. But I gotta be patient So let's enjoy this combination I just wanna feel your love Cause Instagram is not enough for me So I gotta be patient Let's enjoy this combination And every day we'll sing a song to make you dance until this end. I just want to see my friends. I want to walk the streets again. So I gotta be patient. Let's enjoy this combination. Si tienes ganas de salir. Lo siento, pero no. Es que quedarte ahí 